Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. It's just part of living in a culture that wants us to embrace that faster is better. But there's a big problem with that. And the problem is, is that our body doesn't work that way. Um, you know, we can't be 24-7. We have to allow for our body to rest. Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. This podcast is sponsored by the five days to more energy so that you'll never skip a workout again challenge. In as little as five days, you can run away with all the best tips and tricks on how to naturally boost your energy to do more of the things that you love. For more information, you can go to this podcast show notes, or you can check out www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash five day challenge. See you there. Hey, how are you? This is Carla Diaz, your host for the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast, and I'm so happy you're here with me today. We're going to talk about a really fun topic, and I kind of alluded to it last week when we were talking about the mistakes that women make when it comes to working out and how we're not respecting our body's right to rest and how that is in turns not respecting our feminine energy. So today we are talking about how you can create more energy and joy by tapping into your feminine energy. Are you ready? All right, let's go. So 
I feel like personally, before we talk about feminine energy, like we need to understand a couple of things. Like if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want more energy in your life. So when we talk about feminine energy, it's actually like the yin to the yang of of um, the way that we live our life. And I'll get into more details with that. And I'm, we're also going to talk about the you know, the differences between masculine energy and feminine energy. We're going to be talking about how, uh, what happens when we don't tap into our feminine energy regularly and how to tap into your feminine energy. And then also a fun decision-making exercise that you can try that taps into your intuition, which by the way, if you didn't know, is part of honoring your feminine energy. Why do we have so little energy, right? Well, first of all, we need to recognize that we live in a society that places little value on slowing down. We want everything done ASAP, right? And we want instant access. It's just part of living in a culture that wants us to embrace that faster is better. But there's a big problem with that. And the problem is, is that our body doesn't work that way. Um, You know, we can't be 24-7. We have to allow for our body to rest. However, um, now that we have our way of living has electricity, we have instant access to Wi-Fi and all this stuff, um, it's very different than how our body was wired. Because before electricity became a thing and it became possible to work into the night or watch TV up until like two or three o'clock in the morning, we had no choice but to follow the sun's time. So our, you know, our hormones, our sleep and wake hormones um, still follow the sun's time, even though our society doesn't. And so that's where the first issue is, is that because we can work on into the night or we can get up before uh, the crack of dawn, then we are already asking more of our body than our body is naturally able to handle. And for those of us that have a really hard time falling asleep, it's because our modern lifestyle, well, I shouldn't say it's because, but it a big part of it is that our modern lifestyle has put us out of sync with our natural rhythms. Uh, definitely our heavy use of electronics, which expose us to elect- electromagnetic fields, that excites our nervous system and it sends confusing messages to the triggers that we have in our body that allow us to naturally shut down. So what that does is it disrupts your sleep and wake cycle. And then, you know, you feel tired because you're not getting enough rest. And that in turn causes you to have less joy in your life because if you don't have energy to do all the things that you have to get done, that causes stress. There are a couple of things that we have to pay attention to. And the first thing that is clear in my mind and it'll be clear in your mind too in a few minutes, is that society runs off a very masculine type of energy. Um, This whole 24-7 notion, right? This whole go, 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 that is a very strong masculine energy. And not to say that that's wrong. I mean, we've been able to progress and we're able to get a lot of things done, which is great. And I'm all for packing my calendar with things to do because it makes me feel good and it makes me feel productive. But it is opposite of our feminine energy, which is also important to hone into to get a balance. So let's compare 
masculine and feminine energy? Well, masculine energy is linear, whereas female energy is cyclical. Masculine energy works on a 24-hour clock, whereas feminine energy follows the circadian 28-day schedule. Masculine energy is goal-oriented, where feminine energy is process-oriented. Masculine energy is competitive, where feminine energy is collaborative. Masculine energy is static, to feminine energy is flexible energy. Um, Masculine energy is also hardworking and logical, whereas feminine energy is creative and emotion-based. Masculine energy is task-focused, whereas feminine energy is more about connecting with others, connecting with yourself, and also it's very people-focused. Masculine energy is thought-based, whereas feminine energy is intuitive-based. So what are some examples of how this shows up in our lives? Um, I read an interesting article by Shelley Bullard, who's a marriage and family therapist, and she said that you know that you your life is exhibiting masculine energy traits when you're becoming really dependent on man-made things such as smartphones and laptops um, and that when you're spending less time in nature or expressing your creative self. So I also like to think of the fact that our society depends so much on things like caffeine and energy drinks. That also is in relation to masculine energy. And again, I'm not trying to build a case against masculine energy. I mean, like I said, it is it is a, it is a good energy to have, but when it's the only energy that you're honoring, that's when you get in trouble. So we have to balance it out. So what happens exactly when we don't respect our feminine energy? Well, I kind of told you it already. And if you're all go, 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 you already know, you get this sense like you're out of balance and you're always feeling physically tired. But not only that, you're feeling emotionally tired and you're feeling very drained. Quite frankly, life is not as enjoyable, right? Because you're stressed out from this need to always produce and never give back to yourself. So I want to ask you, Uh, If you can imagine a time in your life when you've worked so hard to achieve a goal and you didn't allow time to rest, how did you feel? Depleted? Drained? So that's what we're trying to focus on. So if we can shift the perspective a little bit and honor our body's need to rest, we can be actually have more energy and that energy can be more fulfilling and and you'll have more joy in your life. What are ways that we can create more feminine energy in our life? So the first thing that comes to mind is to be willing to reflect. I think that this is very important because we live in a world that is full of distractions. Our attention is constantly being pulled in one direction or another by things that are going around us. And that doesn't allow us time to really think about how we feel or think about, um, you know, who we are. And, and, and so it's, it doesn't allow you to return to yourself. So 
to create more of that, it's important to set aside time to really reflect on how experiences have affected you. And a great way to do this is that you can journal, or um, if you feel really strongly, you can also, you know, speak to a ther- a qualified therapist who can help you to explore those feelings so that you can get a better understanding of who you are, which is important and ultimately creates more joy in your life. So the next thing is a fun thing. And I and man, I, I can't tell you how many people have told me that they are not creative. And you know, that's another great way to tap into your feminine energy is to get creative. And so If you're telling yourself, well, I'm not creative, then guess what? You really need to work on your feminine energy. So um, whether it is going to a workshop, and I know right now we're still trying to get out of this pandemic, but going to a workshop uh, to learn how to watercolor or to learn how to paint, maybe you want to learn how to do calligraphy uh, or whatever it is, or scrapbooking classes. I mean, there's tons of things that you can do online. Uh, a bullet journal is a wonderful way to organize your, you know, whatever it is that you want to track or whatever it is that you want, what goals you want to make. And it allows for you to add a little creativity in it. So I think that's a great way to um, to get creative, bullet journals. So another important thing, that I feel like we need to do more of is to go into nature. Uh, Nature, at least for me, because I I love nature. Uh, I don't know if you can relate, but I love waking up to hear the birds singing. And I was kind of taken aback like one time when I was scrolling through Facebook and someone had written a post about how annoyed they were with the birds singing in the morning and how they, if they wish they had a gun to shoot them down and stuff. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) you are seriously stressed. (laughs) But anyway, to each his or her own. Uh, But I love nature. I find like when I'm walking in nature that I'm coming back to me. It's, it's just something that on a an intuitive level I appreciate and it just makes me feel alive and replenished every time I, you know, I walk in a forest or I'm, if I'm by the ocean, it's very calming and, and just kind of allows us to get back into, to tap into our feminine energy. Another great thing to do, although it's probably difficult, probably uncomfortable is to pretty much get comfortable with your emotions Um, grow in your emotional intelligence. And why is this important? Because when you understand your emotions, you're better able to understand the emotions of not only yourself, but the emotions of others, which in turn allows you to function better in society, right? Like I'm sure that you'll have a better relationship with your family and your friends or also with your coworkers if you can understand where they're coming from. Um, And I feel like in today's world, we need more than ever to be emotionally intelligent and to respond in constructive ways versus in, in reactive ways. So I know personally speaking that, um, it can be hard to tap into your emotional intelligence when you're very externally focused 
And so what I mean by being externally focused is that when you tend to pay attention to the needs and wants and feelings of others, you sometimes neglect your own feelings. So that's why tapping into your emotional intelligence or understanding your emotions and making friends with your emotions and your feelings is a great way to grow, um, not only in terms of understanding the world around you, but also to to, ha- to have more joy in your life just because you know who you are and you know who you are as an individual. So in the show notes, I'll list some resources where you can get more information. I know that I love to follow Amber Ray on Instagram because she's all about getting into your feelings and really understanding what they mean in a constructive way. And I think that's so important now more than ever. You can celebrate your feminine energy or honor it by looking at self-care and doing self-care in a spontaneous way. So for example, on a whim, you can decide to go for a walk. Like say if you've been you know, working on a project for 50 minutes and your brain is already starting to fizzle out, you can do a little self-care by just, you know, getting up, going outside for a walk. Uh, you can pick up a book to read. Just sometimes what I like to do is I just like to, for again, not for fiction books, but any book that's like self-help related, I'll just randomly open the book on, on a random page and just read whatever. And And I often find that whatever I read, it happens to help me. I know maybe that's a little weird to do that, but I, I like I like to be spontaneous, safe spontaneous, I guess, because um, I'm not that much of a thrill seeker. <laughs> but I guess I can uh, add a little bit of randomness by doing that. So another good thing is just to practice some deep breathing. I, I feel like a lot of times if we're, we're better able to focus after we slow down and don't react so quickly. And deep breathing is a great way to be more settled in our decisions. And yoga, awesome. It's an awesome thing. And I love how powerful I feel after doing a few sun salutations. All right. So we talked about already ways that we can tap into our feminine energy. And I hope that those strategies that you'll think about doing at least one or two of them and see if See if it if it works for you, or maybe there's something else that you're already doing or something that you read about that kind of resonates with you more. It's not a, a, by any means an exhaustive list. It's just some suggestions that you can try. But the next thing that I want to talk about is a really cool exercise that can help you to tap into your intuition and your body's inner knowing when you have to make a decision. And basically... If you're faced, like say, with maybe thinking about doing career change or accepting a new project or or even accepting someone's invitation to go someplace, um, ask yourself, how does it feel in your body when you think about it? Um, and specifically what we're looking for is we're looking for feelings of expansiveness or contractiveness. Now you're like, Carla, what does that mean? <laughs> well, um, when you feel expansive, okay, like say if you think think about what it is that you want, if you start to feel like a light sensation in your body or this, this good energy, warm or fuzziness um, and exciting, your body tends to relax and open more, that is an expansive response and it's a positive response to, to whatever decision you're trying to make. 
Now, on the flip side, if you ask yourself, should I do X, Y, Z, and you start to feel very tense, you feel very tight, like your jaw starts to tighten, or um, your body feels like it's shuddering, or there's a sense of dread, that is a very contractive kind of feeling. And, And that's probably a good idea if you feel like that, your body is telling you to not do that thing. (laughs) I believe that there is a lot of intelligence in your body's own inner wisdom. And I feel like it's really important to use that also as as another way of making a decision. Um, You know, a lot of times a logical decision seems good on paper, but if your body is telling you that it's not a good idea, that's that's your inner wisdom right there. So it's it's something that, that we can all use to help be more in tune with, with what is best for us. Feminine energy is all about restoration. It's about, you know, honoring rest, honoring your creativity, get in touch with, getting in touch with your inner child. Um, I find that it's the fun, <laughs> the fun part of your life. And I think, you know what I think of? Like, I think of Cindy Lauper's song, like, girls just want to have fun. And I think a lot of that is true. It's like a celebration of, you know, being creative, spontaneous, which we need. Like, we can't always be about work. That's boring, right? You become like a working stiff and then you're all bitter and nobody wants to hang out with you. Um, and like, you become a drag. So to prevent yourself from becoming the drag or the, the person that people just put up with, like... Make sure to make time for downtime. Like, and then when you have vacation, don't fill up your day with things to do from nine o'clock in the morning up until like eight o'clock at night, because then you're not really allowing yourself to rest. You're not allowing the day to kind of take you where it wants to lead you. And, and again, you're not, it's like, it's not really a vacation at that point. (laughs) And I'm, I'm, I am so guilty of that. I can't even tell you. Like uh, my husband and I, we are always at odds. Like he just wants to relax. He wants to do very little. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something with my time. Don't think that just because I'm talking about feminine energy that I got it all figured out. I so do not have it all figured out. I'm, I'm in this learning process right along with you. So my call of action for you today is to think about how you can level up your feminine energy in your day-to-day dealings. So I've given you a lot of suggestions, a lot of things to think about, and some of it requires more work than others. But regardless, just taking breaks is a great way to tap into your feminine energy to get back to being to being able to nourish yourself by restoring your energy. And you'll find that when you do that, the quality of your work improves. So not only does the quality of your work improve, but you feel happier, you feel more content, you feel more balanced. And what does that do? That allows you to have more joy in your life and to feel more energized, which is what this is all about. Well, we've touched up on all the points and I just want to thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. I so appreciate you. You have no idea. Next week, we'll be talking about how to tap into your intuition and why it's a great idea. We've kind of already did one exercise, but there are other ways that you can tap into 
your inner knowing. So I hope you'll join me for that one. Until then, the joyful, energetic mama in me sees and honors the joyful and energetic mama in you. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe and tell all your friends about what we're doing here. Another way that you can get more energy in your life is consider joining my 5 Days to More Energy Challenge. If you really love what we spoke about today, why not leave me a review? I always love reading them and getting feedback from you. Until next time, 